the Florida Gators have never had a butt kiss award winner. I think we could have the first one on roster, and I'm going to talk about it only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with the whole nine sports and giantscountryofsi.com. Vacation's almost over. It's hump day. After this, two more vacation days, and then we're then we're done with it. Um, but today we're talking about a potential Butkus Award winner. There are there are actually three Florida Gators that I'm looking at and I'm saying they can do it. Not saying that they do have it, but but they they could have it on roster. I think that we have I think we do. I'll tell you that. I, I think we have the first winner. I don't know which one it will be, but I think all three of these, if they reach their potential, can do it. First up is Ventro Miller. Um which sounds weird because, you know, he's someone who we've talked about. Um, he's not amazing in coverage. He, he's not a complete liability. I hate when people go, uh, Ventro Miller, you know, he's primarily a run stopper, which means he's bad in coverage. No, he's primarily a run cover, a run stopper. That, that is, that's a fact. He, he is primarily a run defensive linebacker. Um, but he's not bad in coverage I, I realized before i was like he's not awful he's not bad no he he's average to above average in coverage and i think that he'll be helped by this defensive scheme but i mean he, yeah i i just i absolutely hate that i see so many people go <laughs> it's sorry it's driving me crazy that it's like he's good at run defense he's gotta be bad in pass coverage and it's like what kind of neanderthal caveman thought is this good at one bad at the other like what what is this no get out of there with that frankly stupid thought process it's horrible the biggest knock you can give ventro miller heading into the 2022 uh college football season or florida gator season is that he's coming off an injury that limited him to just 46 snaps in 2021 i i think that's the Pretty clear biggest uh, biggest knock that you can have on him going into this season, and even then, I don't I don't think it's necessarily like like it's it's an injury where it was his tricep, if I'm not mistaken, which shouldn't slow him down going into this year. But you look at the year before that with 2020, and the year before that with 2019, he was a like a a good contributor. I said I almost said viable, but he was a good contributor to this defense. That contributed in multiple ways. And I'm, I'm going to read his PFF stuff because I think that's one of the best ways to talk about defenders. Um, where he had 560 snaps in 2020, 452 in, in 2019, which is, I'm not good at math, but 1,000 um, basically, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's like 1,012 or something like that. Um so I'm, I mean, I, I have no problem with using that as our sample size. And in pass rushing snaps, he's had 59 pass rushing snaps. He had 21 pressures in those 59 snaps. 
That is ridiculous, by the way. But a lot of that is timing your blitz properly and getting there. He's had eight sacks in those two years. He had five QB hits in those two years and eight hurries in those two be in those two years. So I mean, I, I think I just said two B twice, but it's it's been a day. Like you guys have seen the other episodes um, where it's it's been a very long day of recording. I've been in front of the camera for like seven hours. I'm exhausted, but we got to get it done. He's had 114 tackles in that time. Uh, yeah, the missed tackle rate is is not great. Uh, the missed tackle number is not great where I can't break off those percentages in my head, but 12.3% in his career, including a 20.3% missed tackle rate in 2019, which he improved to 87 in his 2020 season. And uh, he had in his one and a quarter games played um, – in 2021, that rate was 0%. He had eight tackles, no missed tackles, three run stops. He had 43 run stops in 2020, 30 in 2019 for 73 total run stops. In coverage, he hasn't been great, but uh, he's been actually kind of better. Like The numbers look better than I was expecting, given how much he's dunked on relentlessly in coverage. But uh, in his career... 60 targets, 44 catches allowed, 376 yards, uh, one touchdown, one pick, four passes broken up, a passer rating of 87.9. Not ideal, but we've uh, <laughs> we've seen worse in Gainesville. Um, so, so I think in coverage, he's been okay. Like, not great, not bad, um, but he's been okay in coverage. In run defense, he's been phenomenal. Uh, that That is... That's something where you could just look at like the run stops and his missed tackle percentage, which again significantly improved from 2019 to 2020. 73 run stops in those two years. That's just ridiculous. Uh, that 2020 year, he had 43 run stops, which is ridiculously good. Uh, so, so Ventra Miller is someone who right now he's he's he seems like the type where it's like he's a good college linebacker. Can he be a good NFL linebacker? I don't care. He's the leader of this defense. He is a phenomenal run defender. He is an okay cover man. And that, that's, I think, good enough to win the Butkus Award, if we're being honest. Um, so I, I think Ventro Miller has a strong case to be an early contender for the Butkus Award. He'll make the watch list. He'll, I think he could be a finalist. We'll see if he actually wins it. But, but he's got, the potential is there for him to win it. And we're about to talk about another Gator. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. It is summertime. I am on vacation, as you can see. Clearly, I'm 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 resting right now. But uh, no, I'm on vacation, and I feel pretty good with my body right now and my summer bod. How? I eat Built Bar every day. That is my snack because I have a sweet tooth, and if I don't have Built Bar, I will have chocolate or something else. And luckily, Built Bar is coated in 100% chocolate. Most bars have 130 calories, just four net carbs, along with 17 grams of protein. You could eat Bill Bar and not feel bad. They have delicious, look. like Mud Pie isn't even slap your mama good. Mud Pie is punch everyone you've ever met in the face good. Like, like, like it's that good. Whether you're talking about the bar or the puff, it's the best one in my eyes. 
easily. Just just so good. Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors too, so that you'll never get bored. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5 to get 15% off of your next order with Built or BuiltBar.com. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. We're talking about linebackers that could win the Butkus Award. Talked about Ventura Miller last segment. This segment, we're talking about none other than, than, than Florida's favorite linebacking son, Dewan Black. Um, I mean, everybody's been so high on Dewan Black for years now. Um, if he's a Butkus Award winner, it won't be this year. I don't think he's going to even be a finalist this year, but maybe in 2023 he could do it. Um, everybody's got like weird timing with their eligibility. So 2023, if he's got eligibility, I think he could do it. Cause I mean, finally going to see him hopefully get playing time. And by that, I mean, he's probably going to be a starter. He's projected to be a starting inside linebacker in this defense, but we finally get to see him play defense because last year I, I've spoken about it a few times already in this two week span that I've been on vacation. Um, where, you know, we, we keep seeing players that were like, oh, hopefully they'll they'll finally get playing time this year because for some reason the last coaching staff just wouldn't play people when they should have played them. The running back room was atrocious. The running back snaps were atrocious. Um, offensive line was a little weird. Tight end was a little weird. There's a lot of people where it's like, well, we'll finally see them play this year. And DeWan Black falls into that category. He didn't play a defensive snap last year. He only played special teams. Uh, and that's weird and stupid, if we're being honest. Um but Dewan Black is a freaky athlete, and he's a versatile playmaker, which we know this because, you know, he played throughout his college career and throughout his uh, even high school towards the end of it. He played safety. He played off-ball linebacker. He played edge rusher. And this is I've, – I've spoken about this defensive scheme so much. He is the perfect player for this defensive scheme. He's someone who – is proven that he can at least rush the passer a little bit throughout Juco and, and on tape, he, he's had success rushing the passer every now and then. Uh, on the tape, he's had success in coverage. We know that. Um, that that's what he's supposed That's supposed to be his bread and butter. And he's kind of the anti-Ventro Miller, where you go, well, Ventro Miller's fantastic in run defense. Um, and Dewan Black probably won't be. And I, I think that's, I think it's fair to say that we can project again. He he's never played a defensive snap, but I think it's fair to project that he's going to have a little bit of struggles in run defense at least early on in his uh, in his time on the field. Primarily because he's he's thinner for a linebacker, so he's going to have to sift through that traffic. He's going to be one of those guys where he's going to have run stop numbers and he's going to have these tackling numbers, but not because he's running into offensive linemen and. <laughs> Just getting through them real quick. That was my little. <laughs> that's that's my move that I do when I open my door and I'm walking out and it's go pow. Um, that's you. You'll see it if you're watching on YouTube. Um, so he's not going to really be shedding blocks like that. But the goal is to have every offensive lineman accounted for by picking up defensive linemen. Someone will be doubled. Javon Dexter, whoever's playing nose, Brenton Cox Jr. Most likely to, to be doubled. Prince Liam and Melian probably won't be doubled at least early on. Um, but Dewan Black is going to be there to sift through the contact. And let's say that every defensive lineman is blocked with one offensive lineman. Ventro Miller is there to eat up another block. 
And so Dewan Black will hopefully be just sifting through that empty space and he'll kind of just be see ball, track ball, get ball. And he's athletic enough to do that. And he's athletic enough where realistically you can ask him to do that. You know, um, the Los Angeles Chargers, their defensive scheme is pretty much eat up all like the front four, eat up all the block or five, depending on what they're doing, but eat up all the blockers and then have your fast rangy linebackers clearing up. They did it last year with Kenneth Murray and Kaiser White, and they were bad at it, by the way. But that's not a scheme issue. That That's a talent issue. Um, where this year, it's going to kind of be the same where the defensive linemen are trying to make stops in the run game, but they're also occupying these blockers for Dewan Black to come clean things up. And I spoke about it uh, the other day. I forgot which episode it was. It might have been Monday with Scooby Williams. Same thing. You know, they're going to be eating up blocks for you and you're a smaller linebacker, sift through, get in between and make the run stop there. And that's going to be a vital part of this defense for Dewan Black, where he is just a perfect cog. Like he's a perfect um, chess piece for this Patrick Tony defense where you go, what do you want him to do? You want him to rush through the A gap? He can do that, especially because he could jump between people. Like he he could just make himself skinny, uh, as you say, and get between a guard and a center and get into the backfield you want him to make run stops he could do that he can't really get off blocks easily or at least we're not projecting that he gets off blocks easily but he can make the tackles uh what you want him in coverage that's what we want him to do like like that's his specialty there so Dewan black is probably going to step in be an immediate impact player i don't think that he's got a chance of the butt kiss this year but i mean again i'll never say never uh but if he's got eligibility for 2023 and he could do it Oof, good luck. I think if you get a year of experience on like actually playing defense and you put him with a second year in this defense, he's going to be a freak. Um, and that's just fantastic. We're about to talk about one more future butt kiss candidate. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Shamar James. That's I'll, I'll throw it out there right now. Uh, we're wrapping up the show by talking about the final can- butt kiss candidate and Shamar James is the guy that I'm throwing out there. I don't care what you say about him, how you feel about him. I'm doing it. Um, he's not a 2022 Budkiss candidate. That's, no, that'd be stupid for me to say. If I were to say that, I should just lose all credibility. I think he'll be playing on this defense, but not enough to be a Budkiss candidate. Um, but in 2023 or 2024, he could be in the conversation because he should be a starting linebacker here. Uh, and he has been, I know that a few times in this time I've mentioned the June June 15th, uh, Gator Collective Twitter spaces. Shamar James was in there. Um, by the way, the man is just an absolute fool. Uh, just everything. He, was, he, he goes, Anthony Richardson, I have a question for you. Can you get them to let me play receiver for a little bit? And it's just like, what? It's, it's just a fool. But he has said in the more serious moments um, that he's been primarily working out as the will linebacker, which is weak side. Um, but that he wants to work Mike into his way. I doubt he'll ever be a Sam unless he bulks up, which I am significantly, which I don't think he has to do. And there's not really many places for us, an off ball Sam in the modern day college game. Uh, so he's, he's been playing. Will he's going to learn how to play Mike so that he could play both roles, which is kind of what we expected because pretty much ever since he committed to Gainesville, even before he committed to Florida, um, we've been talking about Shamar James as a guy who, he can play in coverage. He could play run defense. He could be that happy medium between the Ventrell Miller style 
and the Dewan Black style. And, and that could be Shamar James, and he's not going to be ready to do that as much as we'd like this year. Uh, but versatility is is Shamar James' strong suit, and he should be a key focal point of this defense in a year or two. Because you're looking at guys where you, we, I have spent this whole show talking about 2022 Venture Miller's last year of eligibility. Uh, 2022 might be Dewan Blacks. I'm not sure how it goes to JUCO transferring and all that. Um, and, and if he gets to take advantage of the COVID year or anything like that, um, because he was in college, he was in JUCO, not, not, uh, D1 FBS football. Uh, so I'm not sure with Dewan Black, but 2022, 2023 at the absolute latest should be his last year of eligibility. Um, Derek Wingo, 2023, I believe is the last year of his eligibility, there's a lot of guys where we've got we're gonna obviously bring in more names to replace them, but 2022, 2023 is gonna be their last year. Amari Bernie is gonna be done. Snaps are gonna open up in 2023 and 2024 in a major way, and I don't know if there's anybody that's going to take better advantage of those than Shamar James, and that's kind of where I'm at with. I, I think he's a phenomenal player. Uh, his skill set translates well to the college level. We got to see him in high school. He he did a lot at he rushed the passer a little bit. He played off ball linebacker. He's working out at will. He's gonna learn how to play Mike. He's gonna be doing so much in this defense that again, it's going to ask so much from their defenders where Shamar and we know he's been at least working out a little bit with the edge groups because uh they posted I think it was Brenton Cox posted a picture of like, oh like like Florida linebackers, but it was only the edge guys. It was only the outside linebackers, the edge linebackers. And Shamar James. So he's probably been working out with the edge a little bit, but stuff that we haven't been able to see with media. Um, but he's he's someone who he's going to be put in position to succeed, as is most of this defense. And Shamar James is someone with all the tools and the skill set and the athleticism to take advantage of that. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Shamar James going to be that dude. That, that's where I'm at with it. Where, and again, I know that I'm higher on him than most. I'm very high on Shamar James. I think he's going to be a freak. Um, 2022, not Butkus is not in the cards for him, but 23, 24, we could see some stuff happen and we could see hopefully the first through these three guys that I listed are the most likely guys on roster to be hopefully the first Florida Gators Dick Butkus award winner. And hopefully again, yeah, best linebacker in the nation. Let's try to make it happen. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more on your Florida Gators. Now make your second listen to the Lockdown NBA Big Board Podcast. Raphael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and of course, big boards. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com, and I will see you all tomorrow.